This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, good to see the uh, the YouTube numbers going up right now in front of our eyes as it is a full hour of a live stream. Willard and Dibs post 49er downfall 25 to 22 in overtime at the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Warriors Live is over on 95.7 The Game. We'll hang with you all the way up until 6 because it's obviously, I don't know if this is the right word, special day. It's a different kind of a day. We're going to hang with you all the way till 6. Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube. Get on over there and really get your comments going because we can can connect with you now a little bit uh, more focused on you. Like Cruiser DC, what up? I see you. Um, thanks for uh, for being here. We uh, we really really appreciate it. And I've seen all of all of the comments we both have throughout the uh, the afternoon with regard to 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 where we're at on on this whole thing. And I know I know how this works. When you lose the last game, the number one thought is change. The number one thought is what do you do differently so it'll work. And I hate this. It's gut-wrenching. It's nauseating. It's nauseating. But it's one of the reasons I coined the most annoying phrase. Super annoying. In the history of sports. But it's true. Super Bowl or try again. Um, I don't think the 49ers need to make some massive adjustment. If they execute a couple of things differently, they win the football game yesterday. So to me, you don't need wholesale changes. I'd love to see them tweak some things on the offensive line, yes. But when it comes to personnel, when it comes to coaching, I think the 49ers have been wildly successful and just frustratingly close um, without getting over the top. Yeah, and frustratingly close. And you bring back the majority of your core, and we already mentioned the 19 unrestricted free agents, and the majority of them are not on the offensive line. John Feliciano is your only starting offensive lineman who is on that list. And so you're going to have to figure out who comes in and replaces him unless you want to re-sign him and keep him around. But the one thing that, that does trouble me a little bit about Super Bowl or try again, <laughs> this is an older team. And your core, everyone's, of course, going to be a year older by the time the season starts again. But you've got you've got a veteran core that is is older. Trent Williams is older, and Kittle is thirty, or he's going to be thirty-one next year. Debo and Ayuk are younger, yes, but Feliciano is older, so Trent Williams is really old. You look across the board, and it becomes tougher to do it again with the same core as they're getting up there in their years. Well, I mean, it's always like somewhere in the neighborhood of impossible to get to the Super Bowl. Like it takes a bunch of stuff to uh, to fall your way. This fan base knows it better than anything, man. For the last five years, you know what I mean. Like think of what's happened 
in each of these cases. Okay, 10-point lead, six minutes to go. Nope, that doesn't do it. Okay, Jaquaski, that ball's in your lap. No, that doesn't do it. Uh, okay, whoops, now we don't have a quarterback. No, that doesn't do it. And then this experience yesterday. So, like, it, <laughs> and the Dre Greenlaw thing is such a kick in the you-know-whats. Like, the whole... The, you can say it. We're on the stream. Yes, Big kick in the nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> you could have at least gone balls. It's kicking the balls. Yeah, Mark. It's kicking the jewels. Okay. It's kicking the, uh, anyway. Right? Right in the, yeah. right in the Brock. Yeah. So, it, it, it takes what feels almost like a miracle to even get to these moments. And I, you know what comment I've seen a bunch today that I find interesting and I, I would assume it's just the day. I think Bonte even said it this morning. It's just like the journey it takes to get here is so long and takes so much energy. I hear from a lot of people going, I, I, I don't have it in me. And I'm like, You're so not even what, playing. So what is it? But, but what does that mean? Does that mean you're not watching 49 football anymore? I, I, I get it. It's a moment in time, it's a situation today. And and yes, by September you'll 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 have built the thirst back up again. But I don't know, man. This is what we do. This is what we do, and this is this is an incredible run, and it's it's absolutely heart wrenching for the guys that they haven't gotten over the top. But I don't know, man. This is usually kind of the way sports goes. There's there, there there's a team or a player that just like that's the definition of of greatness. Well, and this is you, why you, we all do it. You think you had him, but you don't. Well, you, you got to You think you had him, but you don't. You should have him, but and you that, don't. Yeah, and that's greatness. But why? And because it's not he's just great. because he's great. It's, it's things, a big part of it. It's a part of it, sure, but if that was really the reason, then you wouldn't Super Bowl or try again because he's going to be back next year. So, well, but you, you figure out a way to go about being better than the one guy, or better than the combination with he and Kelsey. And this year, you had the superior talent. You had everything lined up. You had health. And then you got in the big spot. And I do think losing Drake Greenlaw was a huge part of that game. Forget Tremendous. next year. Yes. And it's devastating that he won't be around, it looks like, at least for the start of the year. Who knows how quickly he can recover from the, the ruptured Achilles. We'll talk to Doc Pandia tomorrow and get his thoughts on you know, what he'd be looking at in terms of return to play. But that's a devastating one for next year. But it was even harsher yesterday because he was he was your defense early in that game. He was flying around, and he was hitting Kelsey. The first catch Kelsey had, and Greenlaw comes in and just cuts him in two. And then next thing you know, Kelsey's over there pushing his coach. And the defense definitely revolved around those linebackers, and you lost one of your two. And then your defense got tired late in the game, and yeah. those were big factors. I, I, I thought everybody came out looking great. Like, the first quarter, yeah, I, I loved the way the football looked. I loved it. Like, that, you, you sit down and you watch that, and that's when I think it got in our, our system. Because no matter what everybody says the whole week leading up to the game, and I know how the conversation goes, we did it on Friday for four hours. How you feeling? How you feeling? Yes. That's how everybody comes up. What do you think? How you feeling? Hey, well, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I feel good. Confident. I had it at 24-23 Niners. Yeah. Was, uh, 
was what I had. But a lot. But I just mean as a fan. Like, are they going to win or not? How you feeling? Yeah. And and both of us went back and forth throughout the week. I was feeling more uneasy by the yeah. time we got to Friday. But then you, you know whatever you say in those conversations, I think that all goes away when the ball gets kicked in the air and you sit down and you're like, I now I would like some evidence of what I'm feeling. And if you're a Niner fan, the way it looked in the first quarter, you're like, oh, oh, they're gonna win. Or, or, or they're going to have a shot to win. Nobody wins it in the first quarter. Right. But Brock came out and completed his first seven passes. Right? Christian is moving up and down the field. And then they fumble. Like, oh, for Christ's sake. Right? But then the defense comes yeah. out, as you said. Bring it out. Not just Dre, by the way. Like, the pass rush. Chase Young. They looked great. They legitimately looked fantastic. So that's another reason why. I've defended all 49er coaches today. The Niners were ready. Okay? Coaching is is a setup. That's all you can do. You're not playing. Right. Coaching is what's our game plan and how do I put my players in their best position for success and also are they motivated? Like are they emotionally ready? Check, check, check. Yeah. They were ready to ride. Kyle and Steve, and they did a great job setting it up. And then comes the adjustments and the execution. And the 49ers missed out in execution in some very, very key spots. Yeah, huge spots. In my opinion, it's why they lost. Well, and you look at the Trent Williams consecutive penalties, that kills a drive. And the Banks false start, that killed a drive. And a pass to Jawan Jennings that goes for... Negative eight yards, that kills a drive. So those are all little things. And Brock, with more experience, will get to a point where he throws that ball in the ground. Now, he doesn't throw it to Juwan Jennings. Right. He throw that one in the ground at his feet, and you live to fight another day because you see that Jennings is about to get bottled up for a huge loss. Brock Purdy buys time, and he did what young players do. He's trying to make a play, even though in that spot there's no play to be made. I got a question for you, something we didn't discuss over the first three hours, and it just came through. Hang on, I don't want to lose this. I want to call him out. Uh, Everyone's Worst Nightmare on YouTube. That's a fun name. Uh, Everyone's Worst Nightmare. But but this is an interesting question, and I wonder what you think. Why He says, why, or she, why did 49er players say they never went over the new OT rules? Kyle Juszczyk and Eric Armstead, among the players who came out and said they didn't know. They, they had no idea. And, and and so that's not like the greatest look. That's not the great no. it's not the greatest look for Kyle. It's not the greatest look even for the players themselves. It's, it's worse like, for the players. Yeah, I like but I'd also say it I, that doesn't have an effect on the game. I don't think anybody went out and they're like, We can play half speed because right. right, it's over. Right. So I don't think it had an effect on the game. It's just not the cleanest look though. No, it's borderline inexcusable because it's your job and your job is to know the rules of your profession. It would be akin to you and I not knowing certain rules about certain things that we do here on this program. For example, there are certain phrases that you cannot say because they are copyrighted. And That's if true. you utter those phrases, there are people out there who listen for those phrases, and you get sued. Or it'd be like if I threw it to break right now. But we don't have any breaks. Correct. Because there's different rules. 
in the live stream. And you understand oh, that because right. it's your we profession. Just, we just hang out. And we, we can certainly swear, <laughs> although I got stared down by the boss when I referenced that. Oh, yeah. He appeared at the window and gave me that little that little that little face he has. He gave me the look and he gave me the head shake. And that's, clock, just, clock, 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 that's just when I was uh, referencing potentially <laughs> swearing, and he came down my road. Yeah. So I think that it's somewhat inexcusable that they don't know the overtime rules. But then again, most of us didn't know the overtime rules, and people are freaking out as the Chiefs are lollygagging. With six and then five and then four seconds left in overtime, aren't you gonna run a play? Well, I I I knew the rules, but there were two things where I was like, so right? I I think I know the rule, which was if we get to a third possession, is it, it's just straight. You know what I mean? Like it's it's sudden death, right? And then they put that up on the screen, and then the clock thing. I knew that that was not the end of the game. I knew that possession was to be seen all the way through, but it's unsettling. I get why people, you know what I mean? Like, it's the fifth quarter. We've been here for four hours. People have had a lot to drink, and all of a sudden, Mahomes is hanging out at the four-yard line with the clock ticking down almost to zero, and and so you're just trained, I think, as a viewer to be like, dude, the game's going to end. The game was not going to end. Um, and as it turns out, and we we told this to you about an hour ago, turns out there was definitely never going to be a third possession either. Uh, as if to say, had the 49ers scored that touchdown on their opening drive, the Chiefs were going to go down the other end, and if they scored a touchdown, they were going for two. Um, and, and that's, I think that's important to know going forward. I mean, obviously, situations like this will almost never arise, which is the Super Bowl in overtime. Almost never, ever happens. But this whole debate about do you take the ball first or you defer I think you do have to take into account who's the coach on the other side and are they the type that's likely to go for two. So if you are going against a Dan Campbell or an Andy Reid, I don't know, maybe you do want to defer. Because for me, the whole reason to take the ball is because then you get the ball for that first sudden death possession. Well, if you think that that possession's not even going to exist, then I'll agree with what many of you have said which was that you'd rather have the ball second. Yeah, I'd rather have the ball second. Yeah. And then you have kind of your destiny in your hands because Mahomes goes first, whatever he does, then you have the clarity of knowing what you need. Maybe you hold him, and Mahomes punts. And, well, he doesn't punt, but the punter punts, and you know what I'm saying. You get the ball back, then you know three wins it. If they get three, three ties it, seven wins it. If they get the seven, well, now you know you need six, and then you can go for two and make it eight for the win. Or you take the extra point, and then you're in the same spot where the third possession does matter. And you know we are so new to this overtime rule change that we don't really know, you know, what the the analytics will say, what the history has shown. This is the first time we've seen it in, in the Super Bowl, to be yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is, I mean, gosh, yeah. It's just a this is a wild way to end it, and uh, we totally get it. We totally get the uh, the deep, deep frustration of this whole thing. I have seen it move throughout the day. Have you noticed that? I don't know if you noticed that with the people you're texting. Like, in other words, this happened. Did you go to Twitter last night after the game? No, I did Twitter spaces with right. uh, Guru and the boss. But did you just read? Like, did you tweet no, anything no. or read? My God. Woof. <whistles> Toxic. Of course. No, Which and, is and, why. And no surprise. Honestly, I, I was in right. a spot where, Jeez. you know, watch the game at home, 
with uh, my wife, Supper, is the name she goes by, and my baby girl, Myla. So we got to the end of that game, and it was bath time. So off we went. Yep. Teeth. She likes to brush her teeth. So teeth. She likes to brush her teeth. Loves it. Can't. I mean, if you mention teeth, she immediately to the stairs, and she starts you crawling up the stairs. You guys must have got some of that good toothpaste with the little strawberry flavor. Yeah, it's flavor uh, like bubble gum. Yeah, bubble gum. She's, uh, she's into the bubble gum. So <laughs> by the time we do that, we go upstairs. It's bath time. Story time, jammies, sleep sack, all the rest of it. And then I go downstairs and I have some moments to just kind of reflect. Yeah. And I was just watching the post games. I didn't really want to jump into the into the cesspool because, you know, people, especially on Twitter, are prone to venom and anger. And I was already feeling, I mean, angry, sports angry. Right. It wasn't going to ruin my life. I was bummed. And I just wanted to reflect with my own thoughts on what I had seen. And then I got a text from Goo saying Twitter spaces, and I said, you know what, I'll jump in on the spaces. So I did about 20 or 30 minutes with uh, Nahigian and Goo, and by that point, it's about 9.15 now. It's like, all right, I, I don't need to jump on Twitter. I'm going to make myself one last drinky poo and call it a night. Yeah. And I had I, three more. Well, I couldn't. I, yeah, <laughs> nice job. I should have done that. I kept hopping on there. I couldn't hop off. Yeah. And then, you know, what, what, what some people ended up saying to me last night, they circled back this morning with, with actually apologies. And even my uh, friends on the, uh, you know, all my high school friends have our, have our group chat. That got hot last night. And a few people, after talking it out this morning, they're like, I was just mad. I was just mad. Um, oh, that's no fun. Somebody come in here and help me. My screen just decided to reboot, and that's where YouTube is. I guess I could pull it up on my laptop. Yeah. Pull it up on the laptop. YouTube didn't go down, did it? You no, still no, got it? You're doing great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My screen just went down. Let's get over to YouTube. It's funny because I want to be able to. I'm looking at the feed, and I guess it's a little bit behind because uh, there's a picture of you with your. Uh, with your hand and your your face in your hand, what's going on here? Right there. Yeah, I didn't do anything. No, his. Yeah, your it, camera's frozen. Yeah, I have, I have you like this. Yeah. No, I I know. What if I just do it for real? No, it's crazy because yeah, I'm actually talking and I can. Uh, I actually look like I'm doing something from the movie Kingpin. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You're. Uh, anyway, yeah, this whole thing just died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't you? No, I know. Fix it, Tech Lord. Yeah, I know you're speaking loud because you want to be all on it. Oh, there I am. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's dibs. Dipper time. Oh, okay. I'll leave. You do the show. Oh, uh, so anyway, uh, boy, flew just flew in from Poughkeepsie. Boy, are my home stuck. Poughkeepsie kid. Totally. Um, no, this is I. actually going to be in alphabetical order. Oh, Grandy. Perfect. Keeping it fresh from the back. <laughs> drew down, drew down. Wait, thank you for getting the joke. I appreciate you. Anyway. Uh, there is a debate going on on our YouTube feed right now. Why don't we? Let's go ahead and do this. Let's do this, okay? Who are we blaming? Well, no. Can we just get to the blame game, please? Oh man, let's man. rip somebody. Listen, listen, listen to this. I got, I got to scroll back and find it. I got to scroll. Can we? I, like, we've spent three and a half hours and not addressed this mob of people because we've acted like they don't even deserve to be heard. You're talking about the fire, Kyle, right now, people. Yeah. Like this, this. Well, he, he's got to go, Mark. There, Miguel Rodriguez Jr. He started it, although he's not the first one to say it today. Shanahan needs to go. Oof. Right. Bye-bye. Don't let the door and hit then, you where the good Lord splits you. And then Gamer for Life 07. Yeah, hits speak in. on it. Agreed, Miguel. And more fans need to realize that. Yeah. And then some would ask, okay, who 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 do you want? Who do you want? Who are you going to replace him with if he's gone? 
Gosh. I uh, like Al with a great one. Marty Schottenheimer. Mark, he means Marv Levy, Marvin Lewis, Jim Mora, Dan Reeves, Jeff Fisher, Chuck Knox, Sam Weish, Kyle Shanahan. Do you keep going with Kyle or do you stop the pain now? <sighs> Shout out Susan Powder and stop the insanity because you got to stop the pain, Mark. You got to get this guy on the first train out of town. Run him. Shout out Chris Brown. Run it, run it. Kyle's got to go. Got to go, got to go, got to go. Don't go. Mark, I understand it. It's it's anger. It's visceral. And uh, people, I think a lot of times people don't know how to. Why are you cutting off my hair, man? How to react. I actually have hair. Don't cut it off. What, Dibs asked you to do that? No, you cut off Dibs. No, uh, I didn't. I didn't cut off Dibs. I'm just sitting here. I, I haven't was, said a word in about two and a half minutes. What an odd change that exactly. is. Exactly. All I can see right now is your forehead, which looks more like a five head because yeah, you right. have no hair. There he is. There's my hair. There's my guy. There's uh, that handsome guy. Hi, everybody on the live stream. Let's see. I see Drew down yep. in San Jose Jazz, man. And... Uh, Let's see, far side, Damon Chang. I see Damon Chang. Uh, those of you old enough for romper room references, welcome. Anyway, look. Helicopter. Chiefs will take Kyle as OC. So No, Chiefs won't take Kyle as OC. No, he's, he's about, out. Because about 15 teams would take him as their head coach if he were available. Uh, the very next day, they'd literally fire the guy they have right now. Uh, Renee to, to Santos with an interesting question. What's and I, I posed this before. Is Wilkes back next year? What do you think? I you're don't the one think who, so. You, you don't. I don't think but so. Why? It'll be a mutual parting of the ways. <sighs> I think that, and you can look at last night. It happened. Uh, yeah, Niners on defense. I remember the play. Yeah, Kyle called timeout. Kyle called timeout because yep. he didn't like what Steve was putting down. Romo said he was right. Romo's like, you're not going down like that. He was going zero blitz again. Yep. He was going to go zero the hero, and Kyle didn't like it, so Kyle called timeout. You don't often see that. He did. Uh, there was a third down play. This was after the Chiefs converted the fourth and one. The very next set of downs, I want to say it was third and six. Steve sold out. Like he went, he brought everybody. They didn't get home. They didn't get home. And to me, that was the end of it right there. Rasheed Rice made a catch. Yeah. Got a first that was down. third and one, I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, no, I think it was longer than that. I want to say it was like third okay, and I'll six. I'll rack it back. I have it right here. Yeah, rack it back. Bring it back, y'all. Bring it back, y'all. Oh, yeah. The Bring third and back. one is when they, they rushed four and Mahomes ran. He ran for uh, 1,700 yards on that play. Correct. Guy thought he was going to go the whole way. I, I thought he was going to score. He's so annoying. <laughs> Just the way he runs, like all upright, and he wiggle, wiggle, wiggles. It was third and six, Mark. It's very third and six. There third you go. and six. At the, they're at the their own forty six, and he brings. Oh boy, I, I don't even know everybody. if I can count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He brought everybody. Yeah, and uh, they couldn't get to him. No, because Mahomes get gets the snap, and he does his little drifty, drifty, drifty back, and Rashi Rice is running a crossing route, and I'm looking at a still right now. The seven Niners, Gibson's coming. He's not going to get there. And Fred Warner's coming. Fred actually broke through Jarek McKinnon's block attempt. He's the one who's got a chance to get Mahomes, but there's no Niner defender. And this is where 
I think Kyle looks at this and probably shakes his head because you're going to go zero blitz, which means it's man-to-man behind it, and you've got nobody taking the underneath route on third and six. You're playing too far off. And I know you don't want to get beat over the top for a big play, but you bring seven, you're hoping you get home to where... You know, you you gotta have. I, I get, I get it though. I get it. At that moment, you're like, we gotta set up fourth and fourth and twelve, like this is our chance, or at least make Mahomes throw it away and set up fourth and six. Yeah, because even if he gets fourth and two, they're just gonna convert it. They just they got Kelsey, they got Mahomes. Yeah. They're so good in those situations. I get the thinking from Steve Wilkes, but anyway, the larger point is the one that you brought up, which is. Yeah, Kyle didn't like, did not like the call, and he called timeout to sort of readjust what was going on. And it just, we've seen enough of those things this year to wonder how on the same page are Kyle Shanahan and Steve Wilkes. I don't know. I don't know. I do know that there were four or five situations that showed themselves this year that we never saw with D'Amico. Right. We never saw them with Salah. Never. Yeah, and, and and maybe they were there and they just didn't get public. I'm sure you don't go a whole season and just like we never had a fight. Yeah, like yeah, no, there's but there's yelling right on a, on a on an NFL clubhouse and sideline, but um, but it was like just evident, somewhat repeatedly at different times and up in the booth and come down and this that the other. You might be right. You might be right. I got no idea, but I, I I don't think the Niners are in a place to fire him. I don't think that he is sought after enough to just leave on his own. So, yeah, maybe that mutual parting is it. Yeah. Or maybe he's back. Maybe. I mean, I still feel like right now he'll, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be the defensive coordinator for the 49ers next year. Well, his track record would indicate that he's probably going to be moving on. You look at his years... And you go all the way back, two, two, one, 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 one. He was with the Bears for three, Chargers for two, Panthers for two. Well, he, Panthers for a long time because he was DB coach, D-back coach, assistant head coach, defensive coordinator. Then he got the head job in Arizona. Then he went to Cleveland. Then he went to Missouri, back to Carolina. Guy moves around a lot. I would imagine that he's going he's gonna to be on the move. The other one that hurts, and I know we're not too far into next year just yet, although I do want to remind people the Combine's coming up here in about two weeks. That's exciting. Now we've got to pay it's attention. two weeks? It's at the end of the month, yeah. Good Lord, really? Yeah. I, I My God, that earlier. feels quick. Yeah, I think it's the 20th. Oh, you're, I'm sure you're right. The I'm 29th a, of February. I'm not a huge Combine guy. I know. Ever since Rich called it the Underwear Olympics. I just kind of go with Ornberger. That. Yeah, Rich Ornberger likes to call it. The uh, Monday the 26th, so two weeks from today. Oh, jeez. And the big one, Mark, is uh, Adam Peters is gone. Correct. And that's, you want to talk about the 19 free agents, the unrestricted free agents, that loss might turn out to be the biggest of the losses because he's your number one talent evaluator in that building, and he's gone. So who replaces him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But I do know this. Um, I look at a game like yesterday, and I think as fans, it takes each of us a different amount of time to get there. Some of us never get there. Some of us get there right away, and I'm not here to say who's right or wrong. Everybody gets to have their their own experience. But when I, when I look at a game like yesterday... Um, I do want to run it back. I want to run it back. I don't I, I, I like I don't think there is some magic change or addition out there that puts you in even better position to beat Patrick Mahomes. You can beat him. Everybody can lose. He has lost. It can be done, but you have to have the right package and then you have to perform at your highest level to really give yourself a great chance. When the Bucs beat them, they performed at an unbelievable level. The 49ers did not yesterday. They performed well at times. They performed well enough to be right there and have a chance, but let's be honest. Remember that conversation you and I had last week about, okay, would you rather be down four with the ball in Purdy's hands or up four and the ball in Mahomes' hands? And so many were like, Purdy. Yes. And I'm like, you know that's analytics the wrong way to go. And you're like, yep, but I don't want the ball in my home. And you get it now. Well. You get it now. Like, that's I mean, why I said Purdy. Yeah. And that's it came true yesterday. And I actually thought of you yep. when overtime happened. Niners win the toss and they take the ball. And in real time, I was like, good, take the ball. It was only after more understanding and reflection that I, I think that that was a mistake. But in the moment, they get the field goal. And I had that same thought about the conversation we had because here we go. This is everyone's worst nightmare. You got the lead, but Mahomes has the ball. Uh-oh. Here's the thing, though, that I do still think about. And, 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 and I'm going to follow this point with a, this is the real question that we need to talk about. We haven't talked about it at all today. Oh, damn. Real. This is serious. You're keeping it real. Remember the Wonder Pets? This no. Is serious. I don't remember the. Yeah, it's because your kids are. You have that. You have that gap. You've got that twenty-year gap with your kids. Totally. Wonder Pets was an amazing. Maybe it still is, but now I'm I'm in the gap. But when the commercial, like when when the uh, cartoons, like about I don't know. This is maybe getting on a bit about a decade ago. Yeah, oh six on for three seasons. Okay, but but like Cartoon Network still has that stuff on all the time. I think maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, Wonder Pets was great. Anybody out there? Uh, thank you, Renee Santos. What's going to work? 
Teamwork. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go, Wonder Pets. Um, anyway. Wonder Pets. Yeah, there was this little duck. There was this little chick at the end. Whenever they were about to, like, right? There was an what animal. What's going on here? Ming no, Ming. There was an animal in trouble. Ming Ming Duckling. Yeah, there was an animal in trouble. I had to Google and it. And they, they would find out that the animal was in trouble by the phone ringing. And she would go, the phone. The phone is ringing. And they'd go through the whole song. Thank you. Totally. They'd go through the whole song, and at the very end bit. of it, she would look at the camera and she would go, this is serious. She had a little bit of the, like, she couldn't, right. hold, couldn't hit her arms. Speech impediment. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Back to whatever the hell we were talking about. I Wonder know. Pets. All right. What would have happened if the Niners were up by four instead of three? We're never, ever going to know. I bet, just a bet, I bet they would have won. I bet they would have won because I like the way their red zone defense was performing all game. When they got condensed in the red zone, the Niner defense, led by Fred Warner, was really good. He was really good on Kelsey. Um, you saw that one play where Rasheed Rice ran open and came over and started yelling at Mahomes on the sideline, that whole thing. But the Niner red zone defense was largely good. And so I like their chances if the Chiefs did not have the ability to kick field goals when it was 16-13, 19-16, yada, yada. They kept kicking field goals. And we know why. Jake Moody missed an extra point. I don't want to hear about how blocks are not the fault of the kicker. They are when it comes to extra points. That was on Jake Moody. So let's ask. Need a new kicker next year? No. No. I mean, no. You don't need a new kicker. Hmm. The guy made a Super Bowl record length kick, and he was almost perfect on points after touchdown in the regular season. I think he made 70. Maybe he was perfect, or he missed one the entirety of the year. He's got a big leg. He is an automatic touchback, and you invested third-round draft capital to get him. And if you want to talk about reasons why you lost that game, I would put him on the list, but... To me, he's behind Luter Jr. He's behind, you know, a lot of a lot of guys out there who made bigger mistakes than he made. Trent Williams made bigger mistakes well, come on, than man. he we're, did. We're talking about a future Hall of Famer here. No, though. but we're talking about the game, and the reason why you would want to move off the kicker was because of that. I would assume he missed a game winner against Cleveland, uh-huh. and other than that, he's been pretty solid. He missed in the playoffs. Yeah, not. Not a high leverage kick. He all, came. Th- all, all kicks are high leverage. Came through kick the, in the huge, playoffs. huge he field did. goals against Detroit. He did. I'm not going to say that he didn't come through with big kicks, but he also missed. He missed two kicks in the playoffs that he's got to make. He missed. Um, you know, he missed against the Rams. He did not have a good game, and it didn't matter. But it didn't inspire confidence going into the playoffs. And he missed the biggest kick of the year, which was against. The Cleveland Browns, and that could have really bit the, the, the 49ers coming down the stretch, even though it didn't. Here, here's why I asked, though. Because the difference between having a good kicker and a great kicker does come down to just a few kicks. Um, it, it, it's not about what you do when it's a 35-yarder in week three. Like, if we were to apply the same pressure on Jake Moody that we do to Kyle Shanahan... Like, wouldn't you say he has trouble making the big kick? I wouldn't he say that. Makes a lot of kicks. Kyle wins a lot of games, but a lot yeah. of you are like, but he doesn't win the big game. 
Well, Jake Moody's misses have come at the worst possible times. And I won't put the blocked PAT entirely on his low trajectory because the Chiefs had four or five guys who could have blocked that. Your offensive line didn't do anything to discourage them from getting up in that area. And yeah, he's got to kick the ball higher, but like anything, a blocked field goal or a blocked extra point, the blame is is shared by the entire unit. The unit did not get it done. Moody made three field goals. And I disagree with what you were saying about they win the game. I think Mahomes goes in. I think <clears> Mahomes might. goes in and scores a touchdown. So I don't think that that PAT win. at the end of the game when they settled for three to force overtime. They were down to the 11-yard line and the Niners Right, but I'm The talking, Niners but I'm stout about, defense was not as stout as it had been. But I'm talking about the prior possession. 16-13, not 19-16. Right. 16-13. Mahomes goes down, and I think that they, they, they stalled on the six. Stalled on the six-yard line. About five minutes to go in the game. Do you go for a touchdown if it's 17-13 to 13, as opposed to 16-13? to 13? I'd argue they do. I'd argue it's less than 50-50 that they get in. And if they don't, 49ers have the ball and a four-point lead and an opportunity to even go kick a field goal that would make it a seven-point game. And now you're asking Mahomes to do something different. Would he score? Like, there's no way. This is Obviously, this whole thing is hypothetical, but it changes the dynamics of the decision-making the rest of the way in the game, that point. And and so here's the question, and uh, our friend on YouTube, Mike Rotunda, who's, who's been with us the whole afternoon today, um, he just asked. So here's the question that you want to ask yourself in this position, and that is this. Ask yourself if he were lining up for a game-winning field goal, how would you feel? We've asked it all year, and we wouldn't feel good. You would not feel confident. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so your score, like Chiefs 23, Niners 21, Jake Moody... 48 yards. Oh, yeah. One second to go, lining up for the kick. You feel good? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, especially the way he kicked yesterday, he had a great game. And he had the PAT blocked, which is not entirely on him. He made a 55-yarder, a 53-yarder, and a 27-yarder in overtime. And that's a pressurized kick in a tie game in overtime of the Super Bowl. And, yes, 27-yarder. 27-yarder. Still. He yanked it. It went through. It went through. It went between those two beautiful yellow uprights. It's so, a- I mean, the guy the guy had a PAT blocked. And of all the mistakes in the game, that was certainly one of them. And it was costly. Not as costly as the the gaff on the punt, I would argue. That was a Oh, that was no. That was, yeah, gaff. that was way worse. That was way worse. Absolutely. It didn't, didn't help, though. No. And I if mean, you look at... You could list off I'm not gonna call, eight to I, ten mistakes that the Niners made. Yeah, the Chiefs just, made I, some as well. But if you're a kicker, I'm not I'm not giving you the label you had a great game when you missed an extra point. I'm just not. Yeah. You gotta make all of them. Okay. You gotta make the extra well, points. Well, I mean, talk to your offensive line who didn't push the Chiefs back at all. They you had I, four guys with every, a clean a clean jump. Yeah, but you're but you're it's an extra point. Every kicker will tell you that they should be able to elevate a, an extra point up over the line to the, to the point where there's nothing anybody can do about it because you don't have to get distance out of it. 
You just need to get direction. So you can kick that thing straight up in the air. And uh, and he didn't do it. He hit the middle of the ball. I think that one's on him, and therefore I'm not I'm I'm not going with the label of he had a great game. He had some really nice kicks. He hit some long ones. Those were big. He's got a big leg. He was hitting from 65 in pregame warmups. You know what I mean? He's got all the leg in the world, and 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 the Niners need that. There's no question. Um, I'm not saying I'm going into the draft to replace the guy, but I certainly would do the same thing. In next year's camp that they did this year, remember when Zane Gonzalez right. was there the Zane whole time? Gonzalez yeah, is who was. I would I have I would have another kicker there. I would have another kicker there to really challenge him because you can't. Like the Chiefs aren't dealing with any of that. Chiefs aren't dealing with any questions. You get that thing inside of sixty yards, it's good. The Eagles aren't dealing with that. The Ravens aren't dealing with that. They got Captain Automatic. That's well, the Ravens you, guy might be a Hall of Famer. Not and, might. Well, I mean, you yeah. know how many kickers are in the Hall of Fame? Uh, uh, what is it? One or none? No, Jan Stenrud. Jan Stenrud got in, right? And I think that there's another like George Blanda. He's a kicker, but, yeah, but he made everything. it in yeah. as an everything. Uh, Morton Anderson. Mm-hmm. I'll look it up. Vinatieri's going to get in. Adam Vinatieri, I believe, will get in. But Justin Tucker likely will get in. The reason why you got a new kicker is because your old kicker couldn't make it from outside of 50. So Morton. now you have a guy. Morton is in. Morton's in. 2017. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Now you have a guy who can actually boom it from outside of 50. Yes, so, you do. Yes, you do. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get a new kicker... No, then, but I want to challenge him. I'm bringing in a second kicker for camp. That's for fine. Sure. Challenge him. For sure. I mean, push him. You use third-round capital to bring this guy in. Yep. And he had a good rookie year. And I think he had a good game yesterday. Three... Two big, big, long field goals and Dog. one in overtime? I know. Dog. I know. You're being a little harsh on the kicker, I well, think. I mean, I, I don't think I am. To ask a kicker to make extra points, I do not think is harsh. In a dome. That's a, that, like, that, you, <laughs> that's a no from me, dog. <laughs> you, 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 you cannot miss that. In the Super Bowl, you cannot miss that and have me still say, Atta babe, you had a great game. There is no two ways about it. I can't firmly state it. But there is no two ways about it. They might have won the game if he makes that kick. Yeah, they might have. They might have won. That changes the entire dynamic coming down the stretch, especially yeah. since the Chiefs tied it twice with a field goal. I think twice. it'd be interesting to see what Andy would do fourth and goal from the six on the first field goal that they took to tie I mean, the game. I mean, they still got almost six minutes left. A guy that's going to go for two in overtime if they, in a scenario where both teams score a touchdown is the kind of guy that with five minutes left down by four at the six-yard line is going for it. I think he's going for it. I already had this it's debate. Maybe. And I had this debate. Lovely Christy yesterday was like, you're not going for it. He would kick the field goal. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that at all because um, if you're looking at that as Andy Reid and you've had the Chiefs defense play a pretty good game, I'm going to like go for it. And if you don't get it, well, the Niners are at the six-yard line, and you'd probably pre- feel pretty good that you're going to get the ball back, put it in Mahomes' hands with another shot at it. But a field goal? Field goal, now I'm down one, yeah. and the Niners get the ball, but they get the ball out at the 25, and all the like. now the clock is in their hands. Clock, 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 clock. The clock's in their hands. In theory, they could run it all the way down, which, by the way, they almost did. Almost. 
God, if they come out of that two-minute warning and get that first down, they're going to win that game. Yeah. That's another play we haven't even talked about. Hey, really quickly, guys, do yeah. you want to hear some uh, Twitter drama going on right now with the uh, Niners? I do. Yeah. So uh, the, we talked about this play earlier when we were on 95-7 the game, but um, it was the third and four in overtime uh, where Chris Jones ran free at Brock Purdy and it was an incomplete to Jawan Jennings. Yes. Someone posted a clip of that video saying Colton McKivitz has one of the best players in the game lined up in front of him and decides to give him a free run to Brock Purdy. Jonathan Feliciano quote tweeted it. He was the starting right guard for the Niners, uh, actually replaced Spencer Burford midseason, but got hurt in this game. Correct. Uh, Burford came in 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 replacing Feliciano who, when he went down. Feliciano quote tweeted the tweet, essentially calling out McKivich, the right tackle, and said, I know you all know, so you should know that's not Colton's guy. A fan responds uh, and kind of asks him, asks him to explain whose guy was it, uh, and he says, uh, if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him, it's not a problem. Spencer Burford responds to Feliciano because he's clearly calling him out and says, sheesh, I open up my app to this. Get well soon, bro. Dot, dot, dot. Wow. It was, okay. it was Burford. We've the, been saying yeah, Brendel. We've been saying Brendel. Brendel's the center. He's 64. Burford's 74. I'm and, looking at the play right now from Baldy's Twitter. Yeah, let me let me first apologize to Jake Brendel yeah. because we've used his name about eight times today in this. Yeah. And uh, and I, it's funny that you bring that, and I'm glad you did, Grandy. Good job, Grandy. Well, we did it about eight times, and about an hour and a half ago, I went back and I go, I know 74 is Burford, and I'm looking at Burford, and 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 you and I had talked about Brendel, yeah. and there's no way to know which one was supposed to go right. We just knew one of them, one of them was supposed to, and I wasn't sure, and because of that. Like, I'll just speak for me, my bad. Like, no, my I feel, bad feel terrible that we've been bringing up Jake Brendel's name all day because now there's people who aren't listening anymore and they went off to their day to tell their friends, Willard and Dibbs say that Jake Brendel cost right, the Niners right. a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, it was Burford. Burford. But the bigger issue is infighting. Niner on Niner crime on social media here. Yeah, and uh, as mentioned previously, John Feliciano, unrestricted free agent. So, I don't know if he comes back in this uh, in this scenario, Mark. When you're you're calling out your your former teammate, your possibly future teammate, and I'm looking at the play right now from Baldy's breakdowns at Baldy NFL, and it's clear that Burford needed to go right. McKivitz McKivitz is waiting there for the edge rusher, and if Burford would have gone to the right, he picks up one of the two pass rushers. He probably picks up Jones, and then you've got the the safety who's coming later. Purdy would have enough time to get that pass off if Burford would have gone the correct way. Hey, uh, Grandy, did you say this was on Instagram or Twitter? No, it's on Twitter. Well, I'm looking at Burford's feed right now, and I don't see anything. Uh, click on replies because he was oh, replying replies, to a tweet. Replies, 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 yeah. replies. Yeah. You'll eventually see it there. Um, I know you all know, so you should know that's not Colton's guy. A quick chop is not needed if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him. There's Spencer. Sheesh, I open up my app to this. Get well soon, bro. Wow. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah, Feliciano threw Burford under the bus. And here's an issue. How, however, Spencer, however, you know, sometimes, like, 
and I know this is a thing. Offensive linemen never get attention until they do something wrong, and that sucks. However, the other thing is Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy have been taking bullets all day, all day, and will all offseason. And let's be real, dude. That plays on you. Like, sometimes offensive linemen also get protected because our eyes as fans, we don't know. We're just like, oh, that Purdy guy overthrew Jennings. And Shanahan, he turtled up again. No, no, he actually schemed two wide receivers wide the bleep open and Spencer Burford whiffed and went the wrong way. And the Niners might have won the Super Bowl if he hadn't. Interesting so. uh, retweet from Spencer Burford. Uh from Paisano Sports, former UTSA offensive lineman Spencer Burford in Super Bowl 58. Zero sacks allowed, zero penalties, one touchdown saving block. Yeah. Spencer Burford one retweeted whiff. that. One whiff. They forgot that part. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't a sack that he allowed. It was a it was a free runner who disrupted a, a touchdown that would have occurred. So that was left out of the retweet. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting, that uh, is interesting retweet. But I don't like this. I don't like this at all. What, the back and forth? Yeah. Well, I, what it tells me is that John Feliciano is going to be playing for another team next year because Spencer Burford, fourth-round pick in 2022, I don't think he's going anywhere well, unless they choose to cut him. But look at, but look at where John starts. Jonathan Feliciano starts with... I'm I'm here to actually pick up for my guy, Colton McKivitz. Yeah, because Colton McKivitz is getting torched on Twitter, and John's like, "That's not, that's not his, that's not his guy. That's not his guy. That's not his guy." And then there's a discussion, the back and forth about, you know, about what was supposed to happen, and that's where Feliciano, in my opinion, should have ducked out. I'm not getting into this any further. I'm just telling you that's not Colton's guy. There's your answer. But Instead, a quick chop. Yeah. Now, now, here's where Spencer goes wrong. Feliciano, a quick chop is not needed if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him. Uh-oh. Well, he didn't say your name. Well. You and I have been on. talking about Brendel all day. We wouldn't have known. We were... We, we were wouldn't just have using known. the wrong name. But, we well, knew who it was. It was the right guard. Okay, but the the world is not going to be like, well, that's definitely Burford. Who knows? Right. John is simply saying, get off of Colton. <laughs> get off of him. Yeah. And Burford got in his feelings. This stinks. See, I hate this. This is part of what social media. If I'm an athlete, like I had a hard time getting yeah. off there last night, and who cares about anything that I think or say? Steve, do we lose you? I mean, if I'm on these teams after a big loss, good God, throw the phone in the ocean. Steve Kerr got off of Twitter for that very reason. You know, the it's just a cesspool of negativity, and I'm with you in terms of, you know, if I was a pro athlete playing in a game oh, like that, and you had your crowd. heart broken, dude, no thanks. It's gonna be it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Friend of a friend, uh, Whoop. yeah, friend of a friend. I, I like I heard this just through kind of a you know pipeline, but like this is somebody who's in locker rooms. Let's just put it that way. They're in locker rooms. Whoop whoop. And they're they're they're. Does share- his name rhyme with Barry Mooger? <laughs> no? no. Okay. <laughs> 
I had to get one in there. Oh, no. Hi, Barry Mooger here. Stop whopping me. No, not him. Okay. No, I mean in the locker room when the media is not around. Ooh, this is not a, me. This is not a media person. Stop whooping this me. This is somebody who actually gets to see the players in their element. Okay. Let me just tell everybody this. I think this is important for our listeners to hear. Maybe you know this already. Maybe you don't care. Um, the social media thing, the social media thing is heavy. Like... What do you mean the social media thing? When players come off that field, they are no different than what we do when our, when our alarm goes off. You've got NBA they players who do it at halftime. They don't go to the shower. They don't take their shoes off. They don't call mom. They don't call wife. They don't, if they're a giant, they don't take the hat off their head. They do the same thing you and I do when we wake up in the morning. <laughs> Phone. And if you just blew a save or missed a block or missed a three-pointer at the buzzer, what's on your social media, and I, like, it'd be the, the Tuesday night and the Brewers are in town in April. They're like, it, it's just death threats and commentary and cussing and, all, I mean, everything that has isms at the end of it, yeah. discrimination. I mean, it's bad. It's bad, and they're addicted just like we all are. So, I don't know. PSA number 8 billion as far as this thing that we all talk about over and over. Yeah. Don't do that. Stay off of Twitter. No, but don't do that. Don't fire shots. Oh, death threats? Just or, or anything. I better scrub my feed. It's like, if you want to be upset about the game, be upset about the game and share that. But, like, and you can name names. It's pro sports. But don't tweet directly to them and be like, bro. I'm drunk and you should die. Like, Ooh, good boy, God. Yeah. I just. What do we. Do? I need to clean up my feed. I just sent a couple things to old Spencer Burford. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't Spence. hold Brindle's Spence. jock. Spence. Spence's got. Spence. Spence's got one. He's got 20% of the followers that you and I have. Man. Spence. A little offensive lineman on the right side. Shoot. I mean, he did cost the Niners the Super Bowl. But other than that. Sure. Sure. I don't know. Oh, gosh. All right, dude. You want to watch the Warrior game? I kind of do. All right. Hey, everybody who, like, I, we see those numbers. Everybody who hung with us on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. That's very, very cool. Odyssey app listeners, what's up, okay? Um, look, it's been a, uh, that's been a tough 24 hours. And obviously not done yet. I actually have a feeling that this uh, Feliciano Burford thing probably going to come up on the show tomorrow. But we've also got a Warrior game to check out. And uh, we look forward throughout the weeks to come to start reincorporating uh, Warrior Hoops. Uh, Farhan will make a move. I feel great about it. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, Tiger's might, playing this week. Might even Damn make it, two. Farhan. Yep. Tiger, Tiger is going to play, but we're also going to be working through this all offseason. Yeah. There's, there's no way around that. Combine so. two weeks from today. Can't wait. Yeah, I can. <laughs> uh, you want to do it again tomorrow? I do. Okay. Uh, over to the Warrior game on uh, 95.7 The Game, Odyssey app, all of it. For Dibs, for Lucas, for Grandy, I'm Mark. Uh, shoot. shoot your shot. That's all you got. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.